Hello, it's episode 84. Today I'm answering the question, how do you deal with potty training regression? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. It's Danae here. I appreciate you tuning in. Today we have episode 84. And this episode, I'm talking about potty training regression. So I'm going to go ahead and bring you the question from Caroline. And she writes, Dear Danae, I truly value your advice and faithfully read your blog and listen to your podcast. I have a six-year-old daughter who perpetually wets herself at home. She's been completely potty trained while away from home since she was three, for example, while at school or out with family and friends or on long car rides. At those times, she faithfully lets us know when she needs to use the bathroom. However, over the last three years, she has been wetting herself with increasing frequency while at home. We did have a new baby two years ago, and I'm pretty sure that there was some regression that may have occurred, but my frustration comes with the fact that when asked or reminded to use the potty, she adamantly refuses. She even straight out lies that she just went when we know that's not the case. Then within minutes of us asking, she hides and wets her pants. We are careful not to make a fuss simply by saying, let me get you some new clothes or please go change your pants, but she will stay in the soaked clothing until we notice and tell her to change. She often wets herself several times a day, again, only when at home, and at this point, the areas that are in constant contact with the urine are covered in burns and sores. I live in constant fear that someone will notice us or report us for abuse. We've discussed this with her pediatrician several times and tried everything recommended, setting a timer, buying a watch with an alarm so she could be reminded in a private way without us nagging her, limiting her fluids, etc. Nothing has helped. I'm desperate and becoming increasingly frustrated, even angry, and I don't know what to do. Thank you for any advice that you have. I appreciate your question. And when I got this question, this question really resonated with me because we recently dealt with a pretty big potty training regression in our four-year-old. And I don't know what result, what the cause was. There wasn't anything glaring. It's something that sort of cropped up over the period of about a month. And I'm with you on this, that it was very frustrating, especially when you know that a child is completely capable of using the potty. So my first words of advice are some of my favorite words of parenting advice that I've ever heard. And it's when you've tried everything, try nothing. And this is what I told myself when I was dealing with the the regression is that, sure, I've tried all the strategies. I've tried all the tricks. Nothing's working. So what the potential there is that maybe I've overdone it. Maybe I've actually done too much. And my efforts have actually resulted in pressure. And so many times the best well-intentioned parents end up pressuring their kids to do things and the result is resistance. So I, my first response personally was, you know, I've tried everything. Now I'm going to try nothing. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let it be. But I quickly, within a couple of hours, found that that actually doesn't work in this situation because when you have a child that's wet in the house... They are sitting on the furniture and that sort of thing. And like you said, your daughter is actually having physical symptoms and and burns and sores that are associated with being wet for long periods of time. So 
that's definitely not a solution. So I went with a sticker chart for my son and I'm not a huge fan of sticker charts. I think that whenever we can encourage positive behavior and internal motivation in other ways, I would like to do that. And it felt like going back 10 steps since he was already potty trained, but the sticker chart actually worked wonders for us. And I think the biggest part of that was, was that instead of putting pressure on him and getting upset and getting frustrated when we used the sticker chart and he got a sticker for every time he went to the potty, working up to a bigger goal, which for him was transformer underwear. He really wanted transformer underwear. So we did just a one week sticker chart where every time he went potty, he got a sticker. And at the end of the week, if he got so many stickers, then he got the transformer underwear because that was something he really wanted. You have to make sure that that end goal, that motivation is something that they really, really want. And every sticker that he earned, I celebrated with him and he looked forward to it and I looked forward to it. And by creating that positive dynamic, my demeanor changed and I stopped pressuring and I started celebrating the victories. The resistance immediately was gone. When it comes to potty training, and I think this is important for all those out there who are about to potty train or who are in the midst of potty training, I really love the book, Oh Crap. And it's such a wonderful book. It actually really well aligns with the Montessori approach to potty training. And in the book, the author, Jamie Nowaki, and I'll put the link to the book in my show notes, she writes that there are two main types of potty training. One is consistency and commitment, and the other is rewards. So consistency and commitment is the approach that she advocates for in the book, Oh Crap. And it's the approach that also resonates with me as a mom and as a professional. The other approach is using rewards and that's using a sticker chart. And it's not something that I prefer to do. However, in some situations like this, sticker charts and tangible rewards like transformer under underwear can be really motivating and they can help our kids to get over a hurdle. So we literally spent a week, not even a full week, I think it was five days working towards this positive perspective on going potty at home and it completely transformed things and we don't have an issue anymore. We also are not addicted to the sticker chart and it's not something that we keep coming back to and asking for. We got rid of it after five days and after he got the transformer underwear. So, I mean, I think the biggest part of this was that it didn't necessarily change my son. It changed me and it changed my demeanor and it changed my attitude towards it. And it made me more of a partner with him and it made me want to encourage him and to praise him and to work with him rather than get frustrated and get angry, which sometimes can happen even with our best efforts at hand. So the takeaway for today is that if you're dealing with a potty training regression, don't be afraid to step it back and do something like a sticker chart, something that is going to transform your attitude into something positive. Because even if you're being really kind and even if you're being really calm with accidents, kids still know, especially as they're getting older, they know when you're frustrated and they know when you're angry and no matter how much you try to hide it, no matter how calm you are, they can see through that. This has been episode 84. If you want to get the show notes, you can go to simplefamilies.com forward slash episode 84. Thanks for tuning in. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com and click get started. When you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate if you would leave the show a review on iTunes. Those reviews help the show to reach more people. I appreciate it and I appreciate you. 